I think Sutter and his boys and girls who wrote this piece of brilliance, they must go. How are we going to get out of it? How are we going to get out of it? Don't you know that the music should be solemn? This is Theo Rossi. This is Kim Coates. And this is Theory. It's in progress and we're in apartments. I love it when you start the singing. It used to be me, but now that we're at the end of season four to be, you're doing all the singing. What are you turning into William Shakespeare, the fester? What are you, the jester fester? This is the end. This is the end of many things. But can you believe it, Rossi? This is the end. It's the last segment of season four. By the way, just so you know, let's get this right out of the way. Yeah. You said on our last telecast, is that who cares? No, what did I say? (laughs) You said that you would bet one of your houses because I know. Yeah, I got a few. That that we did more than 13 episodes in another season. We did not. Oh, this is it. Not six or seven. No. Not even seven. No, what we did do is our episodes started going about two and a half hours, but they never were more than broken up. Oh, isn't that because you know what? We don't need we need we don't need to tell our beautiful family out there what's going on with this, that and the other. But that's what it was, because I know you know what I'm talking about. Oh, but we didn't go to episode 14 or episode four. We just okay. they just went on really fucking long. They huh? called you right out the fan. Good, and a good bunch for them. Each of them said they are ready to move in. They are packed. And God bless the house. Yeah. Don't give up my phone number, but you know, give up my address because everyone seems to fucking know it anyway. Jesus Christ, <laughs> how does that work? So, oh God, please, that's the story of my life. Oh my goodness. You remember, you don't remember. I don't know if you remember this. Speaking of addresses and all that, it just made me think about some. So Charlie doesn't live there anymore where he used to live but where we used to play cards all the time yeah, and yeah. hang out. So do you know that when we were in like season six, seven, whatever, or f- no, actually see, I think it was season four on that when he would come home, there'd be all these people standing right outside his front door. Yeah, I do. That was fucking nuts. I do. And his cat was not going to shoo them away either. He needed a big ass Doberman something. They no. would just lay outside like, yeah. Hey, you're home. Hey, how was your day, honey? Fuck, I love you on that little biker show. And he'd be like, Charlie, can we get a picture? And he's we like, get a pic, Charlie? I live here. Yeah. And they would. And those are 16-hour days, and he was losing his mind over playing Jack's Teller. And you're, you, you like to come home to 15 people on your lawn. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Like, come off it. Commune, yeah. But, no they wonder- would wait, but they would, I remember when I would pull up sometimes, it would be like the most normal thing. They'd just be sitting out there <laughs> and I'd like, I'd I remember be- that front yard. There was no yeah. fence, no nothing. No, I'd be like walking into his house and there'd be all these people out, out front of, on by his lawn. They'd be like, hi, Theo. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and I'd walk in, I'd be like, Chuck, do you know? Oh, he's like, yeah, there's oh. Especially when he went through that whole he, shades of gray fiasco. Like yeah, that. he he got out of that house as soon as he could post sons. He went, he left. And you wonder why some of these guys and girls go behind, you know, big fences and up streets that you can't find the house. Oh, he actually, because- he actually, and he's told the story. He had someone jump in his yard. 
Oh, come on. Really? Yeah. He, he came out and he over a fence. Yeah. Over the fence. And there was someone in his yard. I've only had one real strange thing that was, uh, Well, I've had a few, but nothing with my, thank goodness, my family or my house. I don't remember. I had one that I had to get like the police involved. When you were in Staten Island? No, when we were doing Sons. In Eagle Rock? Yeah. The house I love so much? Yeah. It's pretty much, I pretty much lived there whenever I didn't want to, you know, hang out at my house. I was at your house. Love that spot. Me too. That was the only one that. No, I no, but only people from the neighborhood knew that Theo Rossi lived there. You were pretty no, good. No, at- no, no, no. It didn't happen at the house. It happened in the area. I guess oh. that I guess there was a, a tracking of social media. This was kind of before all the madness now. And um, it was just odd. It was odd because I'm, you know, I'm one of those people. I'm like, I'm, I'm down for whatever. Like, let's, you know, I've I've met up with fans. I've done you and I do signings all over the world, you know, whatever. But um. You know, the truth is, is it's like that guy. I always told that story in Arizona, right? Because it's an open carry state where I thought that guy was going to shoot me when we were at a signing because he was like, juice, you yeah. fucking rat. Jesus he was like, you Christ. motherfucking rat. And he was like drinking beers and he had a gun on his hip. And I was like, no, no I'm not no. juice. Does he is he aware no. or is he stuck in that world? Not fun. Again, this is where you and I have have talked about this. I don't know how we got on the subject, but it's like that differential of reality where it's like, hey, by the way, I'm just like Theo and like I'm not that person. And I get it. I get that's amazing that you've played it so well that someone thinks you're that person. But um, no, not. And while we're talking of thinking who we are as real people, can I just point out to everybody the hundreds of thousands of beautiful people you all are. Look at Theo Rossi's tank top. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you're aware, bro, but in our incredible merch that Caesar is killing on, as he always does. And we get those I wouldn't white... know because I don't get it anymore. Well, no, I got a couple the other day and I had my second AD take a picture. Everyone's going, wait a minute. Oh, is that who it was? It was your who took AD? that picture. And wait a minute. Why do you look exactly the same? Like, wait a minute. Mm. And and they go, so put the tank top on and see the if you think for one second this 18-pound overweight playing Frank Sturge's body is gonna put on a goddamn tank top, you got another banana coming in your mouth, monkeys. Yeah. It's not happening. Not happening. No, 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 no. Kim Coates does not <laughs> Kim Coates. No. You know, I leave that for Theo Rossi. Look at them guns. Look at them skinny little tattooed out. Yeah, you do it well. You and DL, baby. No, I I, I wear a lot of tank tops. I mean, one, I'm I'm in LA. It's hot. Um, the hair's better. The hair's better. Settling down. Yeah, I I like to. I, I'm not big on the cold, so I like to keep my my dwelling warm. Um, you know, me in the cold doesn't work. I love it how one of your beautiful fans, our beautiful fans, was was tweeting you and. Instagramming you to use this to save your roots and use that to save your roots. Man, I picked I up on tell that. You, it's been helpful. Oh, it's good. Been, yeah, it's been helpful. I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working. I'm working to get my curls back here. Uh, <laughs> isn't it funny? When I was a young kid, I always wanted straight hair. Yeah, me, hair you, me, super both. Super curly, right? I was always we both had curly hair, hair, man. Oh yeah. And now I just want my curls back. You know, curls you are always, fine. You always want what you can't have. Yeah. <laughs> But here's what's funny. That's so funny. great. So so I, I'm in this apartment because I'm here for the next few weeks doing this film, right? You sure and, are working on another accent. 
Yeah, yeah, you're working your fucking ass off, kid. I finally get to play what I am. So, so here's what's funny is I had this, you know, the maintenance guy. I just found this out because I just got in here two days ago. The maintenance guy, Jose, came in and, uh, you know, I was talking to him for a minute and he comes in and I said, hey, by the way, you know, the bathroom sinks kind of got an issue too. You know, you might want to check that. He goes in and I noticed that he, because I went in to check with him. Yeah. I have a, I wear a pink satin cap at night to protect, to keep the curls. <laughs> That's is, very nice. That's very nice to share. It's an image I'll never get rid of now. Thank you. <laughs> this is something that was recommended <laughs> by one of the people online. They said, you know, coconut oil, and then you put like a satin cap on. Oh, yeah. Somebody told me this. Uh-huh. So it's this bright pink satin cap, and it was sitting in the bathroom. And I think Jose was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Is your mom coming to visit or is that for you? Uh, and I remember him saying, is it just you here? You know, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. And I was just like, yeah, it's just me. why? And now That's I think funny. I know why. Yeah, now I think I know why. Um, but hey, I'm not I'm not ashamed of it. It works. It works, man. I, I sleep with I sleep with I look insane at this point when I sleep. I have I wear the pink satin cap. I have a, n- a nasal strip on. I'm wearing a mouth guard. I might as well just be. <laughs> I cannot wait to come into the Kim Coates, Nick Carmona room oh, when I get to visit house. your new spot. I Because I'm going to tiptoe into your room with Meg and I go, Ooh. can I just watch for a minute? Can I just see what he looks like? Yeah, I'm with Meg and I just turn around and, look at her and I go, look at us. <laughs> this is attractive. Yeah. Oh, so. Here we are. We're at the end of season four. We rifled through this season. Um, I have mucho problems with this episode, but I'm 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 not gonna. Um, go Boy, do to- I do I ever too? Well, first of all, first but of all, but uh, it is, and, and we need to go. Sorry, we need to go back and say one thing. To be to all you Shakespeare people know is to be or not to be. That is the question. Yeah. Hamlet says it about a third of the way into the play. Yeah. And obviously, Jax is now to be or not to be, to stay, to be the president or not. That's the whole title of what that is. The dilemma, which gets settled for him by a turn in the story that, dude, I completely forgot. Uh, you mentioned I, it a couple yeah. shows ago. Yeah. About I the whole Romeo. Th- I completely forgot. Well, here, here's what we tended to do a lot on finales, which is fine, by the way. What we tended to do is it's pretty much just Jax. We're in a life of Jax, right, for, for finales. Not a lot of other characters, including Gemma and Tara and this one, don't really even get hardly any screen time, hardly some any. power at the end, but which it's is Jack's fine. mobile, this one, for sure. Yeah, which is fine because it's, you know, it's season seven that I remember, and I'm not yep. sure about the other ones, but you know, listen, it's the, the story is through Jax's eyes. The problem is that I have with this, and I'm going to get into it when we nitpick it is we tended to wrap a lot of things up really quick that are like a season two or two or three quick. long quick. And it's like, Oh, by the way, this stuff that you were paying attention to a quick charming heights, a so quick stuff. Oh, it's over now. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sorry, it was this. It's fine. Oh, the cartels. What? What? Oh, it's oh. Oh, we're moving on. 
Oh, okay. This is why people thought the show could have lasted 10, 11 years. If we would have just elongated certain things, even though we were all exhausted and happy and grateful, it was over. We needed to move on all that. This is pure examples in this show. Yes. We don't need to wrap it up so quick. We could talk about this for half of season five. Yeah. And the thing is, is that you then like even just using your character, for example, and again, I know we're going to get into this, but it's like, okay, Tig just went through this traumatic thing and you have to do all that acting through your face and eyes in like literally one line to show. And and if I may, yeah, you're right, Theo. And I got to tell you, this is like the longest previously on we've ever had. Maybe they get longer as we keep going. I'm not sure. But we we went back to season one, season three, season like we went all over the map. And it's funny. I I just noticed it. They never showed the killing of Pope's daughter by Tig or that that dilemma or that that harrowing. Not one time, not one second. But yet but yet it's a big deal when when Roosevelt finds out. It's a big deal when when he finds out. I'm just shocked that in the previously on they didn't even show a pop of that. Anyway, here we go. Here we go. So um, do you trust Romeo? I don't trust him, bro. Romeo? I don't know anything about this guy. I didn't even know that they worked. I thought I wasn't sure that they were. I, are they former cartel members who they recruited? I or think were they so. The whole time. No, I think he was former. And then they, they got in, they made a deal. And now they made a big ass deal. And now they've got badges around. Anyway. Right. I was going to say, are they allowed to flash badges if they've just been recruited? Anyway, I don't, I don't murdered, know. Bro. Have they murdered people? <laughs> Probably. And anyway, we'll get into that with the Tara thing, too. That was kind of funny when he goes, we weren't going to hurt her. Oh, OK. Anyway, okay, well, let's let's so let's say we open up with Potter giving this Lombardi speech to the crew. And again, <laughs> we're executing all warrants. He's given the Vince Lombardi speech. It's like a teacher in grade one telling yeah. all the kids what you can do and what you can't do. Is, well, guess what? I don't want to jump ahead, but this was a fucking waste of screen time because waste. It's, it gives this big Lombardi speech, but. Nothing's going to happen. Waste. Okay. So Jax is on his bike riding. Uh, he sees the charming height sign. Then we go to, we cut to two other guys riding to show how little I know. I was like, oh, who are those guys? Are they coming from somewhere? I didn't know who they were, but eventually we, I guess we find out that it was Jackson Chibs, right? I, I don't know. Sure. It doesn't. Don't know. Cartels loading up about the meat, everybody. This is all, again, the beginning of this entire episode, which is only like 40 minutes, is everybody going to this big meat. The the IRA guy, the Irish, the Kings, the cartel, and the Suns. Like, this is what we're gearing towards. So everybody's like, yes, this meat. This is what everybody's been talking about. Okay. Show SOA being watched. Again, we're setting this big fucking thing up like Rico's going to come and everybody's going to get arrested. And then we find out that the government is back in the cartel. They have no, it was a total, total red herring for the entire watch of, of fans, a complete red herring. We, we think, OK, here they go. Here they come. Boy, are we in fucking trouble? And then what? This is silly. Wait, what? Like Romeo and Benito, they're, they work with the CIA and they got badges. They take them in the barn. And it was a really bad, did you notice there was a really bad setup? Like you didn't even know Tig was there. Like it, when, when he pulls up real quick and Chibs comes in with him, kind of, yes. you, you couldn't didn't even, even see. There. I wasn't, no, I thought, why wasn't at that scene? And then the door barn opens 
And there I am standing. Anyway, it, it's it, the whole thing was silly. And to, for lack of a better term, and not to be crass, it's masturbation without a destination. I mean, what's what's the point here? Like, what were we doing? The whole what was this seasons of how long we've been talking about this Rico thing? Uh, how long is everything centered around this? The cartel, how deadly they were, Potter and all his fucking speeches, and the IRA it, and the kings coming down, and then in one moment, the whole thing's over. Yeah, it was it was too quick. It's back know, to your. I know your fans theme. are going to disagree. And listen, I'm sure there's people that are like, well, you had and no, and 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 we're just. But this is why we're here. Who cares? This is why we're here. We started the show. We were in the fucking show. We loved doing the show. But now we're talking about the show, and it was just a little too quick for me. A little like too a quick. Band aid. But you know what? I think Sutter and his boys and girls who wrote this piece of brilliance. They must go. How are we going to get out of it? How are we going to get out of it? We've got to ha- make sure the jack stays in. How This is how you get out of it. You don't this get out it. of it, but you don't get out of it in 15 minutes. No. no. So Jackson, the crew with the cartel now, here comes the Irish. They won't do it without Clay. So again, we're, we're setting more things <laughs> up. Yeah, it's all right. And did you see when, when and this is so good. This fucking boys is so good. Murphy's so good. They're yeah. so good. The Irish, right? No one likes it, but they're so good. And he walks out and you see Danny Trail get behind Jack's like he was moving closer and closer and closer. Yeah. And he's going to, I thought he was going to go boo, like boo. Yeah. yeah. He's had his, he had his head down. Obviously, look at his mark, his mark. He had to get to his mark. He had to get to it. And, and he, he fucking sneaks right up on Jack's. And Jack's like, what the fuck is going on, buddy? Literally an inch away from an him. inch away. Yeah. So we have to talk. Yeah. Anyway, now- we have to talk. Rico's breaking down this silly operation that we just spoke about Potter and Roosevelt. One more time. They're going to have this talk again, wasting fucking minutes of an episode. And then they clear juice. Yeah. Um, Okay. Potter says a great line there that I actually relate to when he says, you know, you're you're really odd, dude. You're really odd, dude. I don't really like people all that much. That's how I feel feel pretty much every pretty much. Yeah, no, that was Brilliant. Thank God they put that in there because then I, w- I wasn't like, oh, fuck, yeah. this is too and, quick. And, What's and again, that's that's a great answer. To Good that. line. Yeah, it's a great answer. And it's definitely a curt line. Um, for sure. For sure. Potter has moments of curt. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So as Tig had parts of Kurt, like yeah, Kurt as gave juice, as, as juice does for sure. Yeah, Sutter really did. He's got a lot of, you know, he wears a lot of cloaks, that guy. And he put a lot of personality into different characters at different times of this epic seven season show. And yeah, <laughs> Lincoln Potter, man. Yeah, yeah and it just shows, you know, it shows what a complex character Kurt is as well, because he definitely put a lot of himself into these. You know, I always said, I think Jax is, you know, maybe someone Kurt wanted or saw himself to be, you know, or. or, or yeah. You're right. I think everybody, you know, at one point wanted to be a version of Jax Teller and everybody at one point wanted to be a version of Gemma. I do read these comments occasionally. I try not to read them as much anymore, but someone, someone wrote something that was really cool. Someone said they just, what they say, they said they rewatched the season for the third time. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember who said it, but shout out to whoever did and said that their husband made a great assessment, their husband or partner or whatever said, Gemma is anarchy. Gemma is the uh-huh. one that causes all the problem. Pretty much all of it. In everything. And that she represents the anarchy. And I was like, fuck, that's a good assessment. It's so good. Because she it's, does. 
She she did, and she got away with it because everyone well, fucking loved Gemma. I'm sorry. Yes, love. Uh, listen, we love the bad guy. I mean, it's proven what Conor McGregor. It's proven what everybody. We yeah. love. We love the bad. You know, we love the people. What did he snap his foot? Ooh, snapped his foot. Said Saw the whole thing. Things about a guy's wife. You know, yeah. whatever, man. I don't. Yeah, that I just, guy. I don't. Just be kind. What the fuck? Yeah, is it's impossible. Yeah. It's, okay. So Jack's, right. Jack's heading into the cartel talk. Um, his hair is much longer, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, he's getting there. No more hat. He. They let him know that they're CIA. The badges come out. Badges. Charlie's look is like, what? What? What the fuck just happened here? What? What? The doors were closed. It's just him and the two. Kurt does that beautiful revolving camera where you know it's i love it when we do a circle camera move we call it we don't have to do coverage it it usually lands when you need to land on a guy talking or not over the shoulder works just as well but charlie's look was perfect like what is going on a little he chose to get a little angry angry at guys who can end his life like meaning that i'm gonna i'm gonna bring this up bro coming up Uh, when Jack says some things about, oh, I'm doing it for the club. No, you're doing it so you don't spend 30 years of life in prison. 30 in prison. So what's the difference? I just have a question. I've always wondered this. He's technically working with the police. Let's call it the police. See, Are you talking about Romeo and Benito? Yeah. He's working well, with the government. They're working with CIA, bro. Okay. CIA, as high as it gets. So technically, isn't he ratting in a way? Romeo? No, Jax. Ratting about what? He's working with the CIA and not telling the club what he's doing. Oh, well, of course, of course, of course he is. But, you know, he keeps saying, I'm going to tell the club. I'm going to tell the club. Does he ever tell us? I can't remember. We're going to season five coming up. I'm not sure I remember. I don't remember. But there's so many lies and so many truths not being told. I mean, this he's in a pickle and he got mad. He got angry. Okay. All right. He got super angry, especially when Tara stuff got brought up. Um. And yeah. this is when I said it's times like these where we need Piney, where he would go and talk to Piney. Piney would give him some wisdom about JT and not no mo, not no mo, not no mo. Piney no. took a shotgun. He's yeah. gone. Gone. He needed that wisdom, and and eventually that wisdom turns into chips. Yeah, because they have their, they have their twenty seven minute rooftop talks coming up. Coming up. The whole season and a half. <laughs> I, helped, I helped Tommy get through those seasons. But anyway, we'll talk uh, about okay. that as we go. <laughs> so he grabs the rings now that he had left. Tells his dad. I put, holy shit. Now what? Rings are back on. And my question to you, Theo Rossi, is how are they still there? I mean, kids because walk to. No one would touch him on John's on John's grave. Thank you. Too much respect. Thank you. Amazing. Mm-hmm. They're still there. They did that. Yeah, they'd be fucking finished. They run the town. So Juice is watching The Shield for anybody who needs yeah. to know a little cool thing. Um, Chickless is on the screen. Vic Mackey is the character. And don't you find that weird, Rossi, that we show that character who then comes on without giving any, you know, thing away, but he he makes yeah. an appearance on our show. Years later. Years later, and I just find it so weird. I don't think they knew at the time. Ah, maybe. There you go. They never knew that. They weren't planning it that way. Yeah, they weren't planning it, but it's a cool red herring or a cool little thing to have me watching The Shield since it's all the people from The Shield. And and at that point, I 
Was CCH on the show yet? No, no Pounder. No, she's coming no, she's up. Not on yet. Okay. So at this point, we've had a ton of Shield people on the show. Walt hasn't been on yet. Coming uh, up. CCH hasn't been on yet. Benito's coming up. Been on, Benito's been on. Um, the guy Kenny. who played the guy Kenny and the guy who played Ronnie Gardaki. He's a uh, he's Potter's right hand. He's on. Cool. He was a character. So we've had the, the majority of the main cast from the shield on. We're missing Chicklis, CCH, and Walt, and they're all going to come on. Coming. Yeah. So I think that he never thought maybe he would have Chicklis on because Chicklis is the jacks of that show. You know, he's the most visible. Good. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was cool. Um, first thing he asked, what I love about Juice uh, and the writing of Juice, the first thing he asked about when that dude comes in is the club. First thing he says is what happened to my club? He really did care like about them more than himself. Um, the problem with me playing that character in that moment is I was doing a lot of jaw acting. Well, but you, we talk about this. I mean, uh, young actors and shit, they, they sometimes hold tension in their jaw or their neck or just yeah. something somewhere. Right. And you eventually got rid of all of it. It was it was it was a beautiful thing I'm to doing see. Very much jaw acting. I learned from my dialect coach this week that you know because I do all these exercises before I do any dialect. Oh, good. Rubbing your you know your mask. Yeah, good. You know, doing your face stuff. But what he was saying, which was really impressive and uh, interesting to me, is you hold the anger here in your jaw, yeah. and anger is stronger than any other emotion. So not the the other emotions can't get through. So if you hold your anger in here, it's going to manifest. Well, isn't that interesting? And you saw how Charlie, and it's so scary when he does it because he does it so well, but he he gets that look on when the CIA yeah. guys busted him in that barn where he wanted that. He does that thing with his mouth. It's all with the mouth. I'm going to fucking kill somebody. I'm going to yeah. kill everything in this barn right now. And it's just that that that's a key to a lot of actors. It just goes to their face, their jaw face, and it doesn't yeah. leave. And then you're not expelling it out to the audience. You're holding it all in here. And I've learned to get, I got to get it out of here. Good for you, bro. Somewhere else. But it's good really, for you. It's really interesting. Hey, by the way, and I, I enjoyed that scene, but I think this is a good time. Did you know, Theo, that rock when I worked on prison break together? I did. Of course. Did you know that? I don't yeah. think I said that to the audience, yeah, but yeah, yeah, he was great. Uh, on that show. Isn't it great? Like you and me now, like you're, you're, you're so much younger than me, but you're starting to really, you know, movie after movie, after thing, after thing. And you're working with so many guys. It's amazing that you can work with people more than once. Then you work with them again. I love it. I I've done over the last year or whatever it was, there was one actor who I did two movies in a row with. Wow. It was and like literally two two long big movies in a row. So that was really cool because we've known each other 20 years. And, yeah. And, and yeah. Just recently I did that TV show that's coming out. And then I I my next movie, same guy in both. And we worked together much more in the second one than we did in the first one, but he was that one in Atlanta, that one? No, 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 the one in LA that I did quick. Oh, um, gotcha, gotcha. But what what was really cool is that, it, listen, at the end of the day, you know this, Ben, and anyone is, this business is the size of a fist. You start to run into people, whether it be crew people or whether it be sure. know, whatever. 
But when you get to work with, I think my dream has always been like that Paul Thomas Anderson scenario. Yeah. All the same actors just keep working with the same. It was director. like a theater theater club he had going on there. Everyone loved that. Yeah, he had John C. John Bill C. Riley, John C. Riley, Bill Seymour Hoffman. Yeah, man. Yeah, and I think that if you can do that, there's a level of comfort that you're never going to be able to mimic. And then you bring in, you know, Quentin does it right, and then you yep. bring in the Bruce yep. on the movie. You bring in the yep. big actor, the you know, the yep. Harvey Keitel and Reservoir, while you have your mainstays, your Buscemi's, your, you know, yeah. Michael Madsen's, you have your people. I've, 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 because one, I think there's a comfortable level that you can't. So, so knowing you and Rockman and work together. And again, you and Fickner, right? Did you yeah. work on a million Fickner? times? Yeah. You and Fickner worked on things together. Like at least four now, at least four. Yeah. Right? Black Hawk down prison break that we did entourage together. We did, uh, Cole Brook. you know, Cole Brook, obviously maybe more than that now. It's all good. It's an incredible, incredible thing. And again, have you worked with the same director a few times? I have. Amazing. That's amazing, right? You can't. Damien Lee up in Toronto. I've done at least four movies with that guy, maybe five. The producers from Bad Blood, they're 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 looking. We're going to do another thing together for sure. That was so so much fun. But you're right. If you and anyway, you and Rockman in that scene, Theo. So good, so quick, so wrapped up. What, what, what? And he hands you the file. What were you thinking there, bro? No, no, no. That's not Rockman. Oh, is that are we there? I think that was Potter. No, that was Rockman. Potter. Wait, what scene is that? Is that Potter or Rockman? When it's I'm when Rockman comes in and says to you, you're sitting there and oh, yet you're watching the, the shield. File. Oh, all right. I thought Potter came in at one point. You're no, right. I just have one shit, one scene in this. Yeah, episode. it was Rockman, and he hands it to you, and he goes, "You can do with it whatever you want. You yeah, want to yeah, rip yeah. it up or whatever you." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I say, "Why are we doing this?" He goes, "Because you're a bad yeah, guy, and we're yeah. good guys, and let's." And go I want to get back to catching the bad guys. Like, sure. All right, quick. So, uh, Jacob Hale's about to greenlight Charming Heights. Here comes Potter. Okay, so like, I don't know. Come on, what the fuck? He brings in that. Yeah, it's weird. sex toy and the weird shit. Weird. And then he says stuff. Feel free to you know review and explore. Like uncalled for, fucking uncalled for, and silly. It's, it's all uncalled for. But it does prove my point. A few shows ago, when I said Rockman's wife, who's you know so great, she's so good in the show, so good. She had a big smile on her face, like this is going to fall apart. And I wanted that to happen because I knew she was against it. She wanted trees. She wanted this. She wanted. She didn't want homes and condos. And now she's got a big smile on her face like this is now going to go south. Inhale, Jacob. Sorry, buddy. So I hate to be the fucking bear be it. news here, but to be or not to be the bad guy. Go. Have we been talking about Charming Heights? Oh, my God. Since we got out of the whole season, when we got out of prison. And here it we, is. It's we rode by it. Pardon me. It's over. It's over. I think it's now over. What the fuck is going on? That's Who right? cares? Like <laughs> if, there's, if there's not a bigger example of who cares, this is it. Didn't everybody get killed? Didn't Lumpy get killed? Didn't people get killed? What happened over this thing, Charming? Right. Who cares? Fuck off. Fuck off. Okay. So uh it's another swift wrap-up to a long storyline. Jax goes in business, <laughs> Tig and Clay. Here you go, Tig. You got one line to show us everything that you did in the last episode. Tell us. He walks in and you have literally one line, one get up, and you have to show that Tig is out of it, that he fucked up, that he's sad about Clay. I said, I said this. I wrote this down, Theo. I said, 
Tig is still confused, but solid. He's sad, but together. He's like a, a lost dog, but he's not. Like it's a real oxymoron, Tig, right now. And he walks in. I got. My, I love how I shut that TV off with the with the with the yep. clicker. I asked to do that. I said yeah. I'd be watching. I wouldn't just be sitting there. I'd be watching TV. Yeah. Or talking to Clay. They said, "Well, give him a yeah, okay." They never showed the TV being on or anything, but they we heard it in the background. And you can just tell the way I I, I t- treated Jax. Like, all right. What you're reading you're reading the script and you're like, oh wow, I have like this. I have a half a line. I have a half a line to get through this to mm-hmm. to to after I just had this big thing before it. So here it is. Yeah, this is it. And it's funny, Theo, that when you are, I, I don't remember how I felt in the day when I read the script and all that stuff, but you use it when you can. Like when you're feeling certain emotions as Kim Coates, and then take it's like emotion 101. You I'm sure that day. I was just fucking using it. And it came across in the performance, I think, in Tiggy. So. <sighs> yeah, the one thing I learned about Sons that has really benefited me in my career after it is efficiency. We yeah. had to do so much emotionally in so little dialogue sometimes and so yeah. little screen time. We did. That You're you right. had to convey a massive amount. You know, whether it be later on when Juice comes into the table saying he's all good or. Okay. By the way, I'm coming to that. We're coming to that. There's two things that happen there that are so one by Tommy and one by you. We'll get there. We'll get there. But the point is, is that you have to do it so efficiently, sometimes with no lines. Right. When I'm in my apartment, you have to you have to convey so much. And that has really benefited me after because that's not usually the case we just had so many leads so much of the 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 you know the the big three were going to eat up a a tremendous amount of that thing that there wasn't going to be a lot of focus so when you got your moment you were like fuck i might just have like one line to convey my entire existence Mm. on this show so um jacks goes to visit tig and clay tig tig is out of it jacks wants to talk to clay he's angry but he knows he needs him alive Holy fuck. Okay. Um, he has the needle that Tara gave him. He's about to do it, but Clay wakes up and calls him son. He pulls the knife for dramatic effect and we cut to commercial. Then we come back. Yeah. I wrote down that people. First of all, I wrote down there ain't going to be no syringe. Put that away. Don't even bring it out. You're not using it. You you're can't kill him. It. So put it away. It's, it's another red herring. Fuck. Just you're not doing it. Stupid. And then commercial break comes back when when that fucking knife came out, like I, I thought the commercial before that just right there, people were either running to the bathroom and stumbling on the way, going to the refrigerator to get another Coca-Cola or yeah. a beer or or they, they could not get back or water or whatever your preferred l- liquid is. Probably Jack Daniels. Maybe a heavy Jack <laughs> with a little bit of ice. That would have been mine anyway. So I'm sorry, I digress. Anyway, Theo, no one could fucking believe what was about to happen in that hospital room. He pulls down the blinds and here we go, right? Yeah, and he puts it to his throat. First of all, shout out to the special effects department. Thank you. Blood leak was a Bruno and the boys that blood leak, and it just came out of nowhere. That was fucking amazing. So impressive. Yeah, so impressive. Um, Jax cuts off the prez patch, 
I got to tell you, the one that got me, because this has happened to me and I've had to do it in films, and I know you have too, spitting on people is so weird when you're acting. Well, because he, he spits on them. I, I, I said, did we need the spit? Like, no, we didn't. And I'm, sh- I don't know if it was written in there, but I've, I, I've been, in he's done that a couple of times now with, yeah. with Ima. Yeah. And now with clay. Yeah. And that's gotta be a character choice. Cause I, I don't ever remember. And Jack spits on clay. I, it might've been there. I don't remember it. Yeah. I've you've done it in movies or had it done to you. I, I, I got, I got to tell you something right now, bro. I think I've cut every single one of me spitting on anybody. Mm. Now I have spit on the ground. Yeah. Like, like as an aside to I'm, I'm going to get you. Yeah. And I but spit not, that. Not I, no, I've, I, I've never can never, I remember in godless. Um, and it was written in there, particularly me and, and with Jack O'Connell and that beautiful little indigenous boy where I'm chewing tobacco. That was a big part of my character. And I spit right on him. And I thought, Oh fuck. But that was what they did back then. And that's Mm -hmm. what happened. And I did it. And it was just horrible to do, but it was very frightening when you watch the show. Yeah. I've, I've made the mistake of when somebody had to spit on me. Oh, I've been like, uh, just do it. Yeah. And then they do it. And I'm like, that was a (laughs) just do it but only do it once we're not doing that again i'm like you got one shot but then they do it and i'm like fuck that was a (laughs) or i was just telling the stunt guy here you know uh because i get slapped in this movie of course what else you do but i get slapped and and uh and i said yeah they could you know they could just do it and uh i said actually you know what i gotta start learning from my lessons yeah, uh, let's let's work it out, you know, because I remember once it was uh, a certain uh, actress. I said, you can just slap me. I said, it's fine. I said, if you're in the moment, just slap me. Thinking there's no way that I can be hurt by this slap. Wrong. She hit me in the ear so oh, hard. Yeah. My ear was fucking ringing for the oh, rest yeah. of the day. And I was like, why did I? And she did not pull it. It was hauled off. Yep. She was, you know, in a, in a really uh, chaotic state as the cat. Serves you right. Yeah. So now I'm like, so get the stunts. Let's go. Let's uh, yeah. So spitting and, and slapping Whew. the S and S of that is not. So I wonder how Ronnie got through that with that knife at his you know, neck like that. That was pressed in there pretty good. Obviously there well, was, was a round really interesting scene. He really wanted to talk to him. He wanted to like explain himself, but what could he explain? There's nothing to explain. He nothing. Everything. Right. Yeah. Where did Tig go? To the vending machine? Just get out. I want to talk to Clay. Take, you know, how many times do we give us a minute? Give us a minute. Okay. Give us a minute. No one ever said why. I want to stay right here. Fuck off. I'm good. I'll be right outside the door. I'll be, I'll be, no, let me just stay here. No, none of us. Not one time. Give us a minute means something's bad. Something bad is about to happen. So he runs into Gemma, of course, perfect timing. Um, she heads into the room and I felt sad there. I don't know how you did, but I felt sad there. Uh, who did you feel sad for? For both of them. For both. I, 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 I'm predicting now and I don't remember, but it's over. It's, it's over between these two. Seems like it's over, but Gem is still only concerned about herself. Uh Uh-huh. She's only thinking about herself in those letters. 
She's not mm-hmm. about Clay. She doesn't give a shit about Clay. Mm. She cares that her son is going to find those extra letters. Mm-hmm. She's still trying to protect herself. I, that's my me, 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 it's okay. hard, right? This is the trick, right? These people have done some heinous things, and yet we feel for them. We feel for That's them. That's the rub. There's yeah. the rub. Right? That's the rub, son. Done some heinous things. Awful. It's odd. So Roosevelt and his wife, we find out about Pope. This is a yeah. big reveal here that at the moment, if you're not paying attention, if you got up, if you were like, what? you didn't And what do you... Yeah, and yeah, that's right. And what he says, what Rockman says so beautifully is Damon Pope is the biggest bad player in Oaktown. Like, yes, no one's bigger gangster than this guy and his daughter is dead. OK, all right. <clears throat> that's not going to be good for somebody. And that somebody is Tig. And that somebody's sitting here right now with glasses on, looking at his BFF. One of the most my blue fucking sh- scenes in a TV show. But that you would never have known. Nope. That this little line was going to lead to fucking tragedy. Yep. And I'll, I'll tell everybody next week how that all came about with Sutter and me. It was kind of cool. All right. Now. Okay. So Opie's in the truck. And uh, here comes Jax. We find out he shot him in the wrist. I didn't know that. I thought he shot him in the hand. Yeah. Um, and again, like it's convenient. It's just convenient, man. Like a bullet. Don't we have a cast? Don't we have even more something? And you can't move your hand. Anyway, whatever. It doesn't matter. They're smoking. The wrist. He'd be fucked up. Yeah. We're, we're, we're sons of anarchy boys. We're tough as nails, yeah, I guess. Matter. Miami doesn't matter. Who cares? Um, yeah. Okay. He tells me needs Galindo. Tells him Clay stepped down. Opie, Opie knows something's up, but Jax doesn't tell him. Not giving it up right there. I was I shocked. Thought he was I thought he, tell him. thought he was going to tell him more. He said, we're, we're going to church at 8 o'clock. Be there. And I'll tell you when I can, Ope. And that's it. That's all Opie gets. That's it. And then here we go. First time seeing Tara this entire episode. Was it? Yeah. Amazing. Great little scene with the baby. The little baby's a star. A baby. No. Jax didn't even acknowledge it. He started, he started to cry. He started to tear up right away. He knew that something big he had to tell wifey. So he tells her everything. He yeah. Doesn't even, he doesn't even bat an eye. He just tells her everything. Um, he tells her to go. Says, go to Oregon. Go, go. I'll feed you money. Go. She needs to go. He understands. He's crying. It's emotional. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, Theo, and I got to say this, that it's great. It's really well done. And I guess we needed it at that time. But we've had a few of no more lies, only the truth. I'm going to tell you the truth. No more secrets. We like between between Tara and Gemma, Gemma and Jax, Jax and Glad. Boy, there's a lot in this show. There's a lot of the one on ones that are recycled. I get it. And again, this and I get it, too. This is what bothers me is that we spend a lot of time on these things. And then all of a sudden it's like, I'm not going. What the yeah. fuck we've we been talking about for two seasons. Yeah. Right. So again, but I, 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 who, what do I know? The show's fucking. Amazing. Well, and this is the moment now right here where Jax goes, 
I'm doing it for us. I'm doing it for the club. I'm doing it for, well, you're not. You're not. You're doing it because you'll go to prison for 30 years. That's right. That's the reality. And, now, and, I know. and so will everyone you know. And so, so in a way, you are doing it for the club. But no, the, the big thing is you're not going because they've got you by the nose hairs, Jax Teller. Yeah. You can't go to Oregon. You got to be the president of the club now. You got to rip off that patch, which you've done. And you, you ain't going anywhere. And I guess that scene was there to see what, you know, Tara's reaction would be. And we find out about the very, at the very end of this show, what her reaction is. Yeah. And then again, that whole, it's the weird thing of he's mine. And I don't. Yeah. <laughs> that baby was perfect though. When Jax perfect. walked away, the baby turned on beautifully. Watched dad walk out. One of the times they did that. There's a lot of music going on here. I think somebody's. DJing or something outside. Um, okay, in in so my room or your room? I hear it. You don't hear it? No. Oh, yeah. We can't hear it, right? Samley, Sam Crow, we can't somebody, hear a thing. Somebody just turned it up in this apartment. Good. Complex. Turn um, on your okay. hot water while they're at it. So, yeah, please. <laughs> I need to hot water turned on. <laughs> I told Jose. I said, Jose, I'm only here a couple Jose, weeks, come on. We got to get this going here. Um, okay. So, uh, and just appropriate, like what happened here at this apartment I'm staying in, the music kicks in. Um, Bobby's playing guitar in the cell. I don't know if they'd let him have a guitar. A they cell. wouldn't. But they I, wouldn't. I know why Kurt Sutter did this, because he wanted Boone to have the best day of his life on any set. You know why? Three things. He's barefoot. He doesn't have to talk to anybody. And he's got a guitar. And crap that, is right around the corner. That no, and that is like the greatest thing that Mark Boone Jr. has ever been told he needs to do. You, and I look, I looked at his face through those bars. He was so happy, so happy, so happy. That's why he loves. He loves the guitar. He loves to just and he can fucking play that guy too. He so can good, fucking play. Yeah, he can definitely play. So he's playing the guitar. Gemma's burning the extra letters, the originals. Juice got his pops pick. He's yep. on the move. Yep. Jax is smoking with no helmet or glasses on. So on. James Dean. Very, Very James Dean. Hair's coming back. Cigarette in his mouth. Cut to real life. A rock would have hit him in the face. Yeah. Um, and the it, it, what, what? The ashes from the cigarette would have been in his <laughs> eyes. <laughs> Super cool. Cut to real life. It would have James Dean. Like and of course, yeah. you said the music's kicking in with, you know, the a house in Charming Town. It was a gorgeous take on that beautiful Great song. rendition by Bob. Great rendition. Yeah, amazing. Um, Unser is sitting at Gemma's house. We have not seen Unser all episodes. So there he yeah. is. He gets his pop. You know, yeah, there's made a little appearance. Point. Yeah, made an appearance. Get you know, earn his money. And then Jax goes to sit at the head of the table, and we have a weird moment. Um, because Tig gets fucking stiff armed, rejected out of his seat. Tell me about and got, that moment. And, and I gotta tell you, it was Tig who ripped his own sergeant sergeant at arms off. It wasn't he ripped it off. He gave it in, yes. not doing it anymore. However, you could take that look that we played with Sutter directing this episode as that was for Clay. But if you're taking over, however, this is going down, I'm still the sergeant at arms. He went, no, not today. You're, you're down. You're down a ways. And I remember playing that as best I could of, I did it to myself. 
I took my own patch off. I'm not getting voted out. I'm not anymore. So that's that. But Tommy, what Tommy did and what you did in your line is what I'm talking about earlier. When he, when Jack says to Chibs, are you ready? And he goes, absolutely. I walk in front of him. I, I sit down and Tommy Flanagan put his hand on my shoulder mm. and gave me one of those brotherly squeezes. Like it's going to be okay, bro. Mm. And it was just so beautiful. No lines, just a moment between Chibs and Tig that we didn't talk about. He just did it. He felt it in me. Um, beautiful. I thought it was just great. That was an interesting time too in the show because we were all super tight. Yeah. It was pre, you know, anything with Juice, uh, Jax and I, you know, having that, you know, getting pretty close to how the characters were. Ron was definitely on the outside. Boone, we barely saw for the last few weeks. He was always on set. Yeah, he, we never, he, we he never was prison. saw him. He was yeah. just, yeah. He was never around. No. Um, that was a really interesting time on the show. It was a, it was a good time for us all. And we, we also were very aware that things were about to start changing. You know, things were getting weird at this point. Oh, wow. Really weird. Really weird. And we're about to change presidents. Yeah. And the Gemma Clay, Claudius Gertrude, it's over. So now what? What is what? And this is, you got to remember, peeps, this is November, fourth season. We know we're coming back for five, bigger than ever. The show's fucking bigger than ever. But what's going to happen? What is Sutter percolating on now? And we never knew. So that ending was really the last day of filming that right when Juice walks in, says his line, are you good now? I love that whole thing between Mm. you and Jax. You're by yourself. We think it's Opie walking in the door, right, Theo? Mm -hmm. It's not. It's Tara. I know. And and she goes, oh, I'm sorry. And she comes, no no words, no not. And she goes behind him. And claims him. Huh? And claims him. Yeah. You mentioned a few weeks ago about that picture that, or maybe it was last yeah, week. It was last week. Right? That Gemma looks at her and tell her. And you said that picture is going to come back. And I went, oh, yeah, it does. And You're it right. Morphs into it. Morphs into it. There, there it was. Yeah. And this, this felt like for me, it was a bit of a moment where I was like, the honeymoon's over for all of us. Over. Yeah. You know, in a lot of ways, it was over for us personally as actors. It was over for us as uh, who we are. It was over for us as characters. This was a giant turning point in our show in every way. And what the fans and the people who watch it don't know, this was a turning point because the show was the biggest it's ever been. It, you know, ever. Obviously it got bigger every year. But yeah. At this point, it was a bona fide hit, right? Yeah. Um, our lives had all changed. Exactly. You know, just being recognized and being outside and hanging out and whatever. All our charities and the signings. It was, yeah. it was going crazy. Our lives got a lot bigger. Yeah. The honeymoon was over. Um, we weren't able to do the things as the, the way we all were, right? Like as in uh, just us all meeting up for lunch and us all going to places and us all things became weird. People started doing bigger things outside of the show, right? Like we said, whether it be charities. And you, or you, and, yeah. And you remember this, it started with season five. We couldn't pull up to the lot without having a hundred to 200 people outside the gates. Yeah. Waiting to scream our names and pitch your pitch. Like we, and we had security now. Yeah. 
This was all. a giant, this was like a, a, a seismic shift. And I always remember it that from f- five, six, and seven felt so different than yeah. one, two, three, oh, yeah. and four. And we felt like it was us against the world in one, two, three, and four. And then it felt like it was the world against us. Like it was like, oh, we got to. Here we go. Like, let's just like divide and leave. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. Season five, baby. Season five. So, um, yeah, this is a. Wow. Wow. What a fucking moment. Um, So I wonder. I wonder who we're going to get on next there. TR. Well, we're talking about the 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 man coming on. I mean, we might get the man and we might get. Man one A. Man one A. Man one. Yeah. We'll figure we'll well, it out. And and we got it. We got a couple to choose from because fucking A season five's got some things happening in it. Oh yeah. And uh boy, here we go. Patreon. Join people. Yeah. So we got so much going on there. This. Yeah. If you're listening to this, um, hit subscribe on the uh whatever platform you're listening to, get the notifications, hit the like. If you're on YouTube right now and you're watching this, um, hit the subscribe. And then also on the under this is our subscription service, the Patreon, which we'll be doing not just this, but I mean, starting after this week, a ton of other things. Obviously, uh, it's been happening. We have our other show theory, uh, which you can yep. come and subscribe to. And then um, we got to do another one of those today, later in the day. We're about to do another another one that today. Yeah. And then um, you only get that on Patreon. That, that stuff's kind of cool. Yep. And then we got our Reaper Review merch that's under here as well. And uh and yeah, we got we got a nice uh potentially, we don't want to announce it yet because we know our lives change constantly. Big ass guess for uh next week, what we're thinking about. Um and what we're talking about to kick off season five. Yes, sir. So yeah, all going down on our uh, Patreon page. And obviously you can always hear this show on every single audio platform, just to be crystal clear with everyone. Um, it's not going anywhere. Uh, and uh, and that's it. We love you all. The, the- so much love. Season four is done. Season like that. Done. Just like that. My clicking used to be bad. Oh, there it is. I got it back. Yeah. I snapped from my first two fingers. It's because you're from Staten Island. Did you know I went and visited Mona? I know. I heard. Nicholas Carmona and Kenny and Mike. Fuck, did we have a good time, man. I took that ferry right over, mask on, took it off, felt safe, all good. That was the pizza. Best I've ever had in my life. It is the best pizza. Kenny kept going, you gotta have the clam. Gotta have the clam. I go, clam Clam pizza? Don't even. Don't even. You got it. You got So we had like three pies. We had salads. We had, oh my God, calamari. We had more wine. Uh, Yeah. It's truly, I mean, you're you're talking about the best I love your hometown, bro. I you know, it was a fun fun Maybe night. Someone does. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it misses you, but you're in a better place. All right. No, hey. All right. Hey, we're bye. good. You. I'll see you in love a you. While. See you later. Right. Bye. Later. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you. You know the deal. Theory Pod, hashtag Theory Pod, capital T H E O, small R Y, capital P O D. If we're talking Reaper Reviews, it's the hashtag Reaper Reviews with the double R. Go everywhere where the where this podcast is available and go subscribe and follow Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeart, wherever. And uh, and then if you want to see the videos, go on to YouTube and subscribe to the page. We got some cool stuff coming. Um, like I always say. This life goes by in a blink, so stay up, 
stay awake, keep being the example, um, and let's keep making a difference. All right? All right. Hey, yo. Shout out to my crew, the Theory Team. The team, okay? Starting with my incredible editor, Caroline Kawash, to the incredible design skills of Cesar Arvello, to the other designer slash web slash everything, Justin Tordella. Go look them up. Go follow them. Go thank them. They're an incredible team, and I wouldn't be even remotely able to do a second of this without them. So shout out to the entire theory team, uh, or as we say in New York, big up, um, incredible people, incredible humans, and I'm fortunate and proud to have them.